Blessings, and welcome to Arms Upheld, support in life's hard battles. I'm Lynn Pierce, and I'm here to hold up your arms with encouragement, something to think on, and a prayer to focus on the one who holds all things together while you continue to fight the battles in your life. In the midst of battle, life can feel overwhelming, challenging, or beyond. I don't know what God has called you to do, what battlefield you are walking through, but at times you may find yourself feeling this way. I want you to know that even though your battle likely looks different than mine, I'm here to support you. I want to stand with you until the breakthrough happens and you can see the victory materialize. My hope is that these few minutes we spend together will help you lighten your load, feel seen, connected, and loved, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's begin with God's Word. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Ephesians six ten through 13 In this closing chapter of the book of Ephesians, Paul takes the time to describe the armor that God provides for us as believers. He compares it to the visual of a Roman soldier, which would be familiar to his contemporary readers. At this time, garrisons of soldiers would have been stationed all around this area, including Ephesus. We will be looking at God's armor and what Paul has to say about it over the coming weeks. I have been praying that God would show me a new perspective for this coming Advent season. The message was nothing like the degree of significance of saving the life of the young Messiah, but God woke me from a dream with the plan to look at the Christmas account through the lens of the armor of God. Today, we begin this journey. Paul introduces the idea of the armor of God with the direction to be strong in the Lord and the strength of His might. Then he explains why this is necessary. As a follower of Christ, we are in the midst of a spiritual war, whether we realize it or not. There are spiritual beings battling for God and against him. In order to engage effectively, we need to be suitably equipped. This is provided in God's armor. What we need will be found in God, not ourselves. The power is in Him, His might. We need to intentionally suit up. We will battle spiritually, not physically. We fight principalities, not people. We may need reminders of this at times. The people we come into conflict with are not our enemies. They are, in fact, those we are called to love. For some of us, this season and family gatherings are not always positive experiences. Thankfully, we always have somewhere we belong and are loved. 
with our Heavenly Father. Let's try to remember to armor up spiritually, not necessarily physically. Unless this finds you actually in one of the many war zones that exist on our planet currently, if it does, please be safe and our prayers go with you. The story of Jesus' birth is filled with accounts of humans interacting with this spirit realm. Often unseen, here, angels make multiple appearances. Zechariah encounters Gabriel in the Holy of Holies. As he's serving in the temple, Luke one eleven tells us an angel appears, standing on the right side of the altar. Later, the same angel, Gabriel, is sent to Nazareth to visit a virgin girl named Mary. Joseph is also visited by an angel in his dreams, which Matthew records in his gospel. The wise men are also divinely warned in a dream to not return to Herod and head home by another route. And then there is the magnificent angelic display in the shepherd's fields. Here one angel appears and is then joined by a multitude, or the multitudes become visible. Angels can relay messages through dreams. They can appear and speak to people one-on-one, or turn a quiet countryside into a brilliant concert hall. Dreams have an otherworldly quality about them, and perhaps this is the easiest way for us to receive such messages. It seems that an encounter with angelic beings, invokes fear in humans. Calming messages are included in the recording of each encounter. Do not be afraid, fear not, and do not fear. And these are messengers of good news. We also know that a third of the angels chose to follow Satan when he left heaven. There are those that desire to kill, steal, and destroy the lives of Christians. Paul, like the angels, reminds us that we do not need to be afraid. We enter the battle knowing Jesus has already won. This allows us to stand firm. No matter what the enemy throws at us, we can stand strong against it because of Jesus. He not only has legions of angels at his disposal that join us in the spiritual battle, but he gifts us everything we need to protect ourselves from attacks and the only weapon we need to fight. Our stories, like Zachariah and Mary, Joseph, the wise men, and the shepherds, involve spiritual beings that we cannot see some fighting for us, and some fighting against. We cannot ignore this. Mary could hardly ignore Gabriel, and aren't you glad she didn't? Jesus' coming involves messages of insights, comfort, and great joy. Angels are still at work today, and Jesus will be returning. He's coming back. I want to be found on the spiritual battlefield armored up when he comes. As we approach Christmas, let's consider reflecting 
on where we stand and where we are welcoming divine intervention. Where in my life am I standing strong and firm? Where am I trusting God to show up and show off? Where am I aware of opposition from the enemy? Where is fear showing up in my life? What is being stolen or destroyed in my life right now? What do I want to reclaim and fight for? I hope you will join me in the weeks to come as we walk through the story of Christmas and the armor of God. Let's not get sucked into the commercial busyness and stress but stand firm on a solid foundation of love. Schedules tend to get crazy in these coming weeks each year. Let's make sure we're staying connected to our source of true life, carving out one-on-one time in His holy presence and listening in our hearts to any divine messages He sends. Let's pray. Elohim, thank you for your divine interventions. Thank you for speaking to your children. Thank you for the angels that minister to us in largely unknown ways. Thank you for the armor you provide for us to stand in victory. Reveal to us how best to connect with you in the coming weeks. Speak your love into our hearts. Prepare our hearts to be good ground to receive anything you desire to plant there this Advent season. And Lord, dispel our fears and comfort us with your everlasting arms. Hold us ever close to you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me. Your time is precious and I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast and it has helped you in any way, please tell a friend so it may bless them as well. You can find links in the show notes to connect with me on Instagram or through my website and even subscribe to my email list. And if you are still looking for an Advent devotional for this year, please consider checking out Mary's Journey Letters Home You can find it on Amazon or find a link on my webpage. As always, your battle may look different than mine, but let's stand together. I'll keep your arms upheld until victory is real in your life. Remember, God is for you, and so am I.